welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. And I'm Michael. And if you want to learn the secrets of the universe, the law of attraction, mysticism, brohood, gambling, movies, pop culture, archangels, magic, business, health, and mediumship, smash that subscribe button and hit the like button. We appreciate that very much. Uh, so today we have on Maria Verdeshi, a world-renowned psychic medium. She's the author of the book, There Is No Death, Only Life. She hosts a podcast called Reading the Signs. She's also a master Reiki practitioner and a pranic healer. Um, did I say that correct? Pranic healer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you for coming on, Maria. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. I wanted to jump right in and uh, we've never had a Reiki practitioner on the show. What is Reiki? How does it help people? And you know, what's, what's it all about? So Reiki, you're working with energy. And I feel that most people that do Reiki are also pretty intuitive. Like it kind of goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is for me, I'll, I'll, I'll go how it works for me. For me, I can kind of scan someone and get an idea of what's going on um, and then do some energy work. And a lot of it is, I think it's when we're putting our thoughts, our intentions, you know, as to what we want. That even works with energy work. So I put a lot of intentions into the energy work of the outcome. And it's fascinating too. I want to say real quick, I had someone, um, and this was probably a little bit of a sadder case, but a friend wanted me to work on another friend of theirs and they had just gone through cancer treatment and they said, you know, they're in remission. And I kind of stopped and this is long distance because you can do energy work long distance also as bizarre as that sounds. And so long distance, I scanned and I said, so it spread. And they said, no, you're not listening. She's in remission. And it I stopped. Spread, right? yeah. It spread. And I said, are you sure it didn't spread up to the brain? No. And, and they were getting pissed at me. So I right away backed off and I said, oh, okay, yes, I'll work on them. But when I was working on her, I literally heard stop because there was nothing that could be done. Wow. Wow. And it wow. had spread. Do you come across that a lot? Does that happen frequently? Um, I, I am grateful, but not a lot. Right. Okay. How, like, have you been doing this your whole life? So, um, with being intuitive, yes, I was the three-year-old that, you know, woke up, told my parents, there are people talking in my room, wow. tell them to leave. And they humored me the first time and went in there and said, you know, no one's here, looked under the bed, the closet. The second time I was pretty much yelled at mm -hmm. and I learned to shut my mouth and never mention it again. And I didn't really? until much later in life. Like my friends in high school did not know I was intuitive. Really? So when I say I shut my mouth for a long time, I shut my mouth for a long time. So was that hard to do that you? Like, it was. Like what I'm assuming this was like kind of before internet. So like there was no outlet to like research what the hell was going on and everything, right? 
No, there wasn't. There wasn't. And I would. So imagine going through your life, having all these strong gut feelings and these knowing ofs and knowing ofs of different people and things going on in your marriage that you're sitting there going, but I know you are right. and hearing, no, you're crazy, but you know, um, so it was very difficult. It was very difficult until I finally found that outlet and found my group and did classes and expanded it. So when was that? Oh boy. So pretty much I started, I mean, I waited until like really when I said, you know what, I'm really going to dive into this, expand it. I was early 40s. Really? Wow. Yeah. You waited a long time to... A long time. And how's your family about it now? My kids, they 100% accept it. And they're yeah. pretty intuitive, all three of them. So... Sure, really? Yeah. That's amazing. Can anyone learn to do what you're doing? Um, I you think that people have different abilities and... Um, I'm going to say yes, that's going to be the short answer. The long answer is going to be, I think that some people have more of an in-depth of what they can do than other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we interviewed, excuse me one sec, when we interviewed Thomas John, I asked him, I'm like, are certain people just like LeBron James of mediumship where they're just naturals and they're amazing? Not saying it doesn't take practice and work to, to become the best, but some people just are better than others. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Well, so I want to just say that um, I'm a huge, like well, our whole family are, is huge Thomas John fans. And I know he, I was watching his podcast or his show or whatever it was. And you were on there. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to reach out and give it a shot. So Maria read me last week and that's why she's on the show now. And, and I got to tell you, normally, even with like Thomas John, you're like, no, no, that's not right. And even a few other random, like gold standard mediums, you're like, no, I don't take the name Stan, whatever. I had a reading with Maria last week, and I'm not joking. I didn't say no once. <laughs> like she was at literally 100% accuracy for the hour, hour and a half, whatever we were on. Like, is it normally like that for you where, you know, a good reading is, or, or there are times where you have people going on, no, no, I don't take this. No, no, no. It's just like, you know. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get the no, no. And you know what? It's funny because I've talked to Thomas John about this and gone, why uh, is it that with some readings, you're like, whoa, this is this is amazing. This is awesome. Right. And then other readings, it's a no, no, which right. doesn't happen too often. Right. I think um, some people are more open to readings than others. And even when they come into the reading going, oh, no, I'm totally open for this. This is great. But part of them isn't. Mm -hmm. And I've had it during a reading where I'll literally see a curtain starting to close. And I'll oh. stop because then I feel like I'm violating something if I still keep going. And I've had it a couple times where the person's gone. I don't think I can hear. And not that anything was bad. Right. It's just they had so much going on in their life, they couldn't take any more information in. Really? Yeah. So, so some readings are like just amazing. And then there's these other readings that you go, huh, why is that? 
Right. You know, you say, uh, you know, like on your website, you said psychic medium. Now, what is the difference between being a psychic and being a medium? And is it kind of in the same vein? Or like, are you getting your information from the same source? Or is it, uh, you know, or is it something else? Is it that gut feeling? Or or how, how does it work between being a psychic or a medium? So for me, so a psychic medium. So the medium, mediums are naturally also psychics. Psychics are not naturally mediums. So not all psychics are going to be mediums but all mediums are going to be psychic mediums are, they're going to connect with your loved ones on the other side. They're going to connect with guides. They're going to connect with the other side, your pets. Mm -hmm. Um, Psychics are going to give you information in the future about what's going on. Like maybe it's with a move. Um, It might be that they're psychically picking up on a location for you to move to or when to move that kind of a thing. So that would be the difference between the two. And what do you find you're doing more of? Do you find you're doing more mediumship or do you find yourself doing more like uh, psychic future stuff? For me, it's more mediumship. And so it's kind of, here's a great example of one of them um, because I'll kind of go in and out during a reading with it. And I had one client ask, um, so, and, and it was a client that lived in California and he said, so are you feeling any big earthquakes coming up? And I kind of stopped and that would be more psychic. And I said, hi, and I I don't really know the scale of things because I'm in Michigan. We don't have earthquakes in Michigan. And I said, you know what? I'm feeling like between a 5.5 and a six. And he goes, oh, okay, that's not too bad. And I said, okay. And I said, so... I don't feel like you have to worry about your house, like caving in or anything. Mm -hmm. And I did not know two days later, they had that earthquake that was between a 5.5 and a six. Like I had to text him and say, I got to tell you, I didn't know that it was two days away. I just saw the scale that it was going to be. Right. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Do you, 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 we're going to probably have people watching this and they're going to go, why can't she choose the lotto numbers? You know, why can't mediums choose, you know, why can't she be a billionaire and know that, Oh, um, the new hot thing is going to be, uh, I don't know, delivery taco sandwiches. I don't know what it is, but why, how do you deal with, I want to call them asses to be like, you know, why can't you just choose the lottery numbers if you're so psychic? <laughs> and that's not me. I believe in people can see in the future. I know I certainly do. Um, I dream. I have precognitive dreams every night, seven days a week, since as far back as I could remember about things happening in the next year, month, too. Um, what do you say to people who go, oh, why can't you choose um, lotto numbers? I just tell them that's not the way it works. Right. That is not the way that this works. And I tell them, boy, I, I wish I could. Right. I wish I could pick the numbers, but so that's how, just not the way it works. How does, how does it work? How does psychic ability work? Are you just seeing things around the corner? Is the future written in stone or is it written in, is it written in, in pencil? It's written in pencil. So if I'm doing a, um, like going into health for someone, I always like to remind them, this is not set in stone. 
you are given the um, tools now because you're given the heads up. Your loved ones are giving you the heads up on what to do. Now it's up to you. And if you choose not to, then you're going to have a heart attack next year. But really? if you choose to get your health in order, you're going to be looking good. Now, sometimes that doesn't always happen. So sometimes it's a, your destination is already picked. And when you're going to pass is already picked. Because I had a reading with someone where I was picking up on her husband. And all of a sudden I stopped and I said, he needs to get a full heart checkup, like now. I said, and, and I'm not one to panic anybody either. And I said, I, I don't want you to panic. I just want you to go in and have him checked out. And um, then I picked up on her and I said, no matter what happens, if something happens to him, just remember me on your shoulders saying, you're going to be okay. Because I'm feeling that something's going to be going on with you, but you're going to be okay. Wow. But he needs a full-blown heart checkup. Now, this was a man that was in pretty good health. Right. Um, a month later, he had a heart attack and passed. Now, Jeez. he did go in and get a full heart checkup. And the doctor gave him the thumbs up that he was great. He did. She listened to me. He went in that week. So that's why I say when it's your time, it's your time. Right. During that whole thing, she had the broken heart syndrome where she ended up in the ambulance the same day that her husband passed. Right. Mm -hmm. But she remembered me saying she was going to be okay. Yeah. And she breathed through the whole thing and she turned out to be okay. We went to George Anderson, I mean, 15 years ago. And George Anderson told my father, uh, who had lung cancer and he got, oh, he beat the lung cancer. He said, keep checking up on your health. You don't want to get caught with your pants down. And my father's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he wouldn't listen. My father's like, I beat lung cancer. I could beat anything. And eventually the COPD got him. Um, but it turns out that we think that the cancer came back. And if he would have went for earlier checkups, maybe he wouldn't have gotten caught with his pants down. But then by the time that he passed, it was just too far gone. We, we think it came back. We're not 100% sure. But um, if he would have been keeping up and going to the doctors and doing what he was supposed to be doing, you know, maybe it wouldn't have ended as badly as it did. But right. um, do you get scared to say something like that? Like, you know, yeah, you better watch where you're driving in the next month or two. Does, does, that, do, does that freak you out? Does it freak at your listeners out? Freaking me out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I want to kind of ask back, Maria, do you see anything with the Oaken Bros? Or, I know? don't. I okay. don't. Now, yeah. it's funny about, well, I guess maybe not funny. I had a client where um, I picked up on something with her in driving, and I said, just be really careful the next couple. Oh, there's two of them. I said, be really careful the next couple of days driving. Mm -hmm. She got into an accident two days later. And I had another client that was up, um, they were like doing painting and stuff. And I happened to be talking to her and I said, hey, you know what, for some reason, I feel like I need to tell you to be really careful on the ladder. Like mm -hmm. really, like I want you going up and down those ladders really slow. Mm -hmm. So that weekend she did go up and down really slow. And she thought that, okay, well, I made it, I'm good. Right. The next weekend they were painting and she fell and sprained both her ankles. Oh my God. 
I, I this is this is insane because I think about this stuff every like almost every day. Yeah, I mean, I was jo- hold on one second. Yeah, I, yeah. I went to George Anderson with my son uh, about a year and a half ago, and my father came through and said, "Watch where you're driving. You're fine. There's nothing wrong. Just watch. Keep your eyes on the road." And like, I'm a very good driver. All right, I've only hit a horse. But that's a whole other story. I'm, I'm not joking. This, you know, we'll share that on the live stream today. We'll share that on the live stream that I've hit. I literally have hit a horse, and I almost I killed a horse. Oh. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't my fault. It was a whole long story, but we'll talk about that in the live stream. But I, you know, I'm driving. I'm a very careful driver, and I was making a left on one of these streets, and like I turned to look at the radio, and then I turned right back, and there was a guy crossing right in the middle of the street. Literally, my, my father told me this the day before saying just keep your eyes up on the road so like i believe you that if i if i was looking at my radio for one second longer i would have hit i would have hit this guy wow no doubt same thing with george anderson he said watch where you're driving and then sure enough uh it was one of the first cold days and i was out i went out early in the morning with my wife to go get starbucks and there's this road in our in our town there was black ice and I slid and my car did kind of a 180 and I, cr- I crashed into uh, one of those uh, walking um, things, you know, what? Where, like sidewalk? a crosswalk, no, like a, a, a crosswalk sign oh. know, like where it says like, okay to go. Okay. Not to go. And like, I knocked it over. Like everything was fine, but yeah, no, he, he, he told me, you know, right before that, watch so they, you're driving. They literally can see like the next, were you warned about 2020 by any spirit? No, no, really? I was not. Well, no. Okay. I take that back. Okay. So in February, I was in California and it was before we had, you know, all the right. masks in the U.S. I'm sitting in the airport. So it's early February. I'm sitting in the airport and my mom is in spirit. And all of a sudden I hear my mom say, you should be wearing a mask. Whoa. And I wow. stopped and I thought, you know, because I tried to talk myself out of stuff if it's with me and I'll go, oh, that must have just been my thoughts. And I looked right. around and I didn't see anybody. And again, she said, no, you should be wearing a mask. Wow. And what, three weeks later? Yeah, the whole country. We were up. all wearing masks. Yeah. Right. March 13th was basically D-Day. Mm-hmm. For everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to shift gears for a second. I saw you on Thomas John. We worship Thomas. We think he is the nicest man. Um, Not good with scheduling, but otherwise just (laughs) the coolest guy. (laughs) No offense to Thomas. A little bit of a chicken head, but that's no. I wouldn't call him that. It just he he like we'll have an appointment with him and he just won't call. (laughs) We'll say is everything. We're friends with Tracy, his assistant. Tracy, everything cool? Everything's fine. He'll call you next week. Next week comes, you know. You, you don't get a call and then you finally get the call and everything's delicious because he's a puppy dog a big puppy dog but like how did you hook up with thomas how did you get how did you hear about him how did you like get on his show um so i've been doing classes with thomas for i don't know probably like 10 years oh, and wow. long time and i love the way he is because i teach the same way that he does just down to earth And really um, giving people praise for what they do, because Mm -hmm. there are like some old school teachers, mediums that um, are older and do it. They're just a little rough, 
rough sure. around the edges and yeah. a little hard on the way yeah. that they teach where I like Thomas's teaching. I resonate with it and I right. teach a lot like that. So that's how I met him. And then this last year, um, I started, well, last summer I did a week long, um, class with him in Massachusetts mm -hmm. and I've been doing like a mentorship with him. And when I did the book, there was no one that I wanted, I wanted him to do that forward. And it was like, no, nope, Thomas is doing that forward. And I'm lucky because he did the forward. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's amazing. Um, go ahead, Eric. Well, I, I lost my train of thought, but go ahead, Michael. Is there, are there certain symbols that come through that you, that you know every single symbol or is it a symbol like they're showing me, you know, I don't know, like the, a book of Kabbalah. Like, are, are there, do you, do you have to know everything that they're showing you as, no. as a symbol? So I laugh with other mediums because I, I do a, um, a Facebook live quite a bit with um, mm -hmm. my friend Debbie. And so Debbie gets a, a lot of the same symbols and things where she's going, oh, that's my sign from spirit for this, or that's mm -hmm. my sign for that. And really, I might get two or three things that they give me that's the same. Otherwise, when they come in, it's a clean slate and they're really? giving me things in a whole different way where then I have to decode it and it's all being thrown at me. And it's like that split second when you're spitting things out. Mm -hmm. So I laugh with her and I'm like, I'm so happy for you that you get all these things the same all the time. Good for you. Right. And it's really, it's just, it's, is that normal for mediums or is it like each medium is just different? That, I think know, each medium's different. Right. So I've been taking lessons with a fellow by the name of Edward Pierce. I'm not sure if you know him or not. He's local on Long Island. Um, he helped train my mom. And um, I think he uh, he was um, one of Kim Russo's students. Do you know Kim Russo? Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, we had, we had her on the show. It was it was, it was great to interview her. Um, but you know, I speak to Edward once a week, and it's just a very chill, um, like philosophy spiritual session on because like i'm the type of person where i don't understand my own tuition my, my my own intuition and like i have a very hard time shutting off so i'm i'm more in learning now to how to actually look at my thoughts and i think that's like a like according to him that's the first step that i should be doing is looking at my thoughts so i can actually recognize say oh i'm thinking about baseball right now or oh i'm thinking about you know, reddit.com right now. So that's the, that's the route that I'm going with someone who like, I don't remember my dreams. You know, I, I, I try to, you know, have intuition, but it's, it's hard for me. What would you say to somebody who wants to do this, who wants to be more intuitive, who would want to hear, um, from loved ones, uh, from the other side, what can they do to, 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 to do that? Um, I definitely always tell people, start meditating. Yep. Um, classes are really important. And it's interesting you brought up the thought thing. So, um, because I always tell people during class, so your thoughts come and go, where when it's a message from spirit, a message from loved one, 
it's going to come in and then circle around. Interesting. And it really? won't go away. It won't go away. Really? I really? was um, up north last year and I had one of my clients let me use her house, which was super cute in the middle of the woods. And I got to use it for the weekend to do readings. So I go up there and like I said, it's in the middle of the woods. You go up this, you know, hill and I unpack, but then I got sidetracked. So about 1130 at night, I'm like, oh, I got to get the rest of the car, you know, unpack it. Again, I hear my mom, but what about the bear? What? What? And I stopped, <laughs> right. And I stopped and I thought well, that was my thoughts. That's crazy. I must be thinking that. I must be thinking that. And I'm going for the door because I'm a little stubborn. And my mom says, well, that's fine. But what are you going to do about that bear out there? I stopped and said, screw it. I'll wait till the morning. About the third client in the next day said, did Juliet tell you about the bear that lives like right here and to be careful at night because it's out at night. Wow. I, I said, no, walked. she didn't, but my mom did. I would have, I would have been like, I'm out of the country. I'm going back to the city, the suburbs. <laughs> I am gone. Are you yes. kidding me? Bears yes. terrify me. Have mm -hmm. any, have any spirits given you a uh, kind of like a window look into what the afterlife looks like? So they have. And what I always get, because I'll have people ask me too, so is there a hell? And I always get a no. No, there is no hell. And I see things like different levels and spirit working on different things that they need to work on and then going to a different level and working on more things. So I've always kind of just seen it as these different levels. Mm -hmm. No hell. So no like, hell. yeah, we, 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 we interviewed George Anderson last week. That's going to, it's going to be coming out soon. Um, well, actually whatever, but it's, um, we interviewed George and basically what he said, he's like people who like the, you can either believe in evil or do evil things. But he's like, if you believe in evil, like if you were, if that's your ethos, basically you're going to be, when you pass on, you're going to just be further away from the light. Right. And, and it's going to be in like, kind of like a dark gloomy place. And that's where you're going to be until you kind of accept the light. And, and then you really want to change as a person and not kind of worship evil. Is, is that the same understanding that you have? Yeah, I believe that too. I believe that. And um, also when I'm doing classes, people are are big on the question also of, well, will an entity attach to me? And well, what if I go there? And, and I think glamour is attached to a lot of these things where it's like, okay, you really need to take a big, deep breath and, you know, no, you're not going to get attachments from everywhere where you go that's just not how that works and i think you know some of the tv shows and stuff have kind of glamorized that the the media and hollywood has definitely sensationalized death 
right? Yeah. They, they definitely like, it's so funny when you watch the movie Ghost, which I'm assuming you've seen Ghost. Yes. You know, so when my, my kids are like, what's it like talking to a medium, dad? And I go, oh, the closest thing I can imagine is Whoopi Goldberg's character from Ghost, that there's a ghost in the room, but only she could see it and you can't. Do you see the spirits like as Whoopi Goldberg did from Ghost? No. So she literally was seeing it like it was in the room. So that is now, while some mediums can, most mediums see it in here, like um, a dream or a thought that you're putting the the picture together. And that's also with hearing it. So I don't hear it that it's out in the room. I hear it in here. It's like the voice in your head talking to you. The voice in your head talking. So that's why I'll go over people with, what's a thought and what is spirit talking to you? The messages, because the messages won't go away. My mom was not going to let me go outside. Right. Right. She kept telling me about the bear. So our spirit, our spirits there to guide us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Our loved ones want to help us. Now, I find also too that they want us because they don't always want to meddle in our business. So they want us to ask. So I also encourage my clients, my students, ask your loved ones for help when you need it. Mm -hmm. They want to, they want to be right there and they want to help guide you. But what happens if you can't, you know, if you can't hear them, you know, if you, if you don't have that type of intuition, you can ask, but how, how could you see it? So a lot of people have great gut instincts mm-hmm. where that guides them. So they're not too sure, you know, oh, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to go left because that looks nice, but I think I'm going to go right. Mm-hmm. So they're not sure what guided them that way, but they mm-hmm. went that way. And they also know how it feels with, I'm going to go left and screw it. And then everything kind of falls apart. Our synchronicity is real, Maria. Yes. So, um, and, and I don't believe in coincidences either. Really? Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Right. right. It's weird. The last week I've been doing podcasts with my brother. We've been on business calls and two birds have flown. I'm right next to a window. Two birds have literally flown into the window, scaring the ever loving crap out of me in whatever I'm doing, you know, this to see this thing get you know, a foot close and then just fall away and just go away. Um, is, th- is that the universe playing with you? Is, is that, or I mean, like, you know, and then I, then my left brain says it, a bird thought this was an inside thing and it flew, it tried to fly in. I see that as a symbol of something, you know, something's trying to get in or talk or, you know, send me a sign. Um, is that how, like, why would the universe do that? with synchronicities. It's they're it, getting it, your attention. Yeah. So they've been trying to get your attention, but you weren't listening at the little subtle ways. So then something bigger is going to happen where yeah. they're going to get your attention. Really? What's been, what's been the craziest um, synchronicities you've seen in your life? Um, Even in readings or in your own personal life? Oh boy. I I've had it where, um, with someone like not listening to the, um, 
to the to the messages that maybe that they've been getting their gut feelings on things and and they're just not listening and they're going in a whole separate way that then things in their life start crumbling and falling apart. Really? Yeah. Until they, so it's also not stepping back going, why me? Mm -hmm. Why me? It's stepping back and going, okay, I need to listen. And apparently I am not listening and I'm not doing something right that I need to be doing here and I need to make some changes and I am now open to make those changes. So what do I need to do? Right. And these are things that I'll do even my in my own life. And I'm really, um, I can laugh at myself all the time. Right. Well, you have to. You, you have, have to. to. You, you take life seriously. It, your life's going to be real serious. Exactly. What are your thoughts on the law of attraction? And just, you know, do thoughts create things? Do your thoughts... Um, you know, have more meaning than just have being a thought inside of your head. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Your thoughts can take shape. So if you are someone that is pretty happy all the time and pretty upbeat, and, and not that we can all be happy all the time, yeah, but I mean. we can always find joy in something, no matter what, you can always find it in something because what you want to do is raise your vibration. You want to raise that. And it's the thoughts that you put out there. So if your vibration is low and you're just kind of in this dark area, that's kind of what's going to keep coming in. Can you sense someone that? Can you sense that in someone? Where, mm -hmm. like, if Eric and I got on, you just see these two black, massive, miserable energies. <laughs> would you be like, oh boy, these guys, you know? Or if you see, like, they're good, there's light, there's positivity. Do you see that with people? Do you get a vibe? I get a vibe. Absolutely. I get a vibe. And I also feel it in my solar plexus. So your really? solar plexus is thoughts, feelings, emotions. And where, where, is, also, that, where is that located? It right in the stomach, so, right so the in the gut. stomach. The gut is gut solar yeah. plexus. So, and your gut is also your gut feelings, mm -hmm. your gut reactions. Um, I'll also in readings, if someone is like a poor communicator or if they say things that maybe they shouldn't say, I'll literally get a punch in the throat with spirit. Hmm, really? Where I'll stop and I'll go, oh, so your partner's really bad at communicating. And basically they vomit out their words and they'll sit there looking at me going, how did you know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm floored right now. Your, your children, you said, are, are, are spirit, they're intuitive, they're spiritual. Are you nursing those capabilities? Um, whenever they have questions, I always do. So my youngest is, she's pretty funny because she's the one that um, questions more. And I don't know, is this really real? But they all are intuitive. The middle one is very much wants to learn more. Um, I would come and visit her sorority and do big group readings for them. And then my son, the oldest one, who is the, you know, CPA. So very, you know, Less numbers brain. and <laughs> right. Right. He'll be like, okay, you know, I believe in this. And then. He's funny because um, 
he'll say, oh, I found this. So I know we called my mom, Nana. I, I know that Nana left us, you know, right. it, you know, he'll find things. So you, he definitely believes. I mean, so, I mean, probably on everyone's mind is where your kid's allowed to lie and you believe it, right? If you're like, if the kids, you know, oh, I was at Sally's house last night and really they were mm-hmm. in the city drinking and partying and no, 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 I was really sleeping over. Like, do you, do you, do you buy, do you read can your you bullshit? Ca- yeah. Can you call bullshit easy? Um, yes, I can. Uh-oh. So <laughs> my daughter was the one that my middle child, I literally out of the blue, I would send her text messages. Please make smart choices. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh my God. And her friends like later would say, we're not kidding. You freaked us out. Really? Right. Because they were were... doing something really stupid. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, looking back, I've done a few silly things when I was younger, when like my parents didn't want anyone else driving me when, when we got our driver's licenses. And I think for whatever reason, Michael, my mom and my dad just knew I was up to no good. And they, they nailed me so hard on that. But yeah, we're a pretty intuitive family as well. I mean, Eric and I, we focus Oak and bros around spirituality and law of attraction and obviously business and health and everything. But mediumship is a really, I mean, this is, this is our, this is our cotton candy. We can't get enough of it. You know, I, I love, I love asking, psychics and mediums the same questions because it's just so much validation that there is something more than than what we are and like we're here is like me we're here in meat suits like this is we're here to learn something i don't know what it is i don't remember what what the other side was like but i mean just last week when you read me maria i mean you were literally at 100 percent accuracy with my father and me and it was you know yes 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 we have a podcast Yes, yes, my books they want to get turned into films. Yes, 100%. I like I I don't and you were so like um you were so like yes, I got it. Like you you were so um effervescent about it. Like you weren't like I've been to a million mediums and they're like do you take the name David? Yes. <laughs> uh is did you does your father work with cars? Yes. You were like he showed me a big movie theater and a big screen and this and that. And you make your books into film. I'm like, yes. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. No, I get excited about everybody's reading. I just do. I, get, I do because then it also validates for me right. I mean, in, in a funny way. And it's funny anytime I say it, but it validates for me. All right. They are yeah. there. They are there. Right. And people will say, well, how's a second reading? So I, I had one with, um, oh God, the cutest couple ever. And their daughter had passed of cancer and they, oh, they cool. just came this week for their second reading. And she gave me stuff that happened over the year that there's no way I would know because the father is like, believes, believes where the mother believes, but kind of like, is she with us? Is she? Mm-hmm. Right. And she just, the daughter kept throwing out more stuff that she's like, I, I'm so grateful that we came. That's incredible. Have you ever converted anyone where someone came in and go, Maria is full of BS. There's no way this is real. And you're like, who's Todd? 
Oh my God. You know? um, have, you, have you converted people and you've seen it face to face? I have. So, but I'm, um, I, I have where they've come in. So, but they've had their heart open to the possibilities. Right. Okay. Okay. I've been, I've sat in readings with other dudes who were like, this is just garbage. This is baloney. There's no way this is real. And then it was during a George Anderson reading when he was reading like 20 people in the room and he got this one guy and this guy was bawling his eyes out. And I went to him after I'm like, so do you believe he's like, there's no doubt. I went in there a complete skeptic, a cynic, you know, this is bullshit. And he, yeah, I, 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 that's like probably the coolest job in the world is to prove people they're wrong, especially I, the cynics. I had one with, a, um, it was a group reading. It was probably a year ago. And there was a guy, he was kind of, he was on the fence though. So not he totally, you know, oh, this isn't real. And it was towards the end. So I like it when spirit throws in um, the last, because with the cute older couple that was here, the daughter did the same thing. So at the very end, I'm hearing about these necklaces and I go, what's up with the necklaces? I go, she made some necklaces and the mother is like trying to keep it together. Mm -hmm. The daughter had made a necklace for each of them before she passed. Oh my God. And with this other guy that was in a group reading and again, it was towards the end and I looked at him and I go, I don't know what's up with the cheese sandwiches, but I want to make these cheese sandwiches. I believe it was the neighbor, but what's up with these cheese sandwiches? He's like, you are freaking kidding me. <laughs> what happened with the cheese sandwiches? He was just talking about this the day before the memory of the neighbor making the cheese sandwiches. And it was one of his favorite memories. Oh my God. Right. Like that's not, that's you not can't find Facebook. that on Facebook, right? Exactly. You can't yeah. Google that stuff. You just, right. you can't. Right. And so, and like with the necklaces. So, cause there's those people that are, well, I don't know. They can get that information anywhere. I don't know. Right. Well, first of all, if you go to a medium that has standards, I want to say they're not going to be looking up anything. Because they're going to be so excited. Like, I'm so excited when I do a reading and stuff's coming through. And I'm sitting there going, really? Oh, my God, it's so exciting. Okay, let's see what else is going to happen. Right. That's what it was like with me. You were hitting them out of the park. And I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. You were, you were, Same you were thing was happening to our mother when she started doing readings. And, you know, it, it's it's the, val she, the word validation. I've heard that word more times in the past month that you know she just continually gets validation that what she's doing is working and the signs that she gets are, are legit there's no other woman in the world besides our wives that we trust more than our own mother and our mother is not facebooking or googling the people that she's reading she doesn't have time she's not interested and it really you know there was always like maybe the mediums are a bunch of bs maybe they're looking you up but then there are things that like your mother's doing to other people and it's all 100 legit that makes you feel like Gosh, there is an afterlife. Have you ever spoken um, to a dead celebrity, dead president? Um, you know, I picked up on one during a reading where I literally kind of stopped and I felt like that this person was known. And I'm like, so who's Danny? 
who's and then somehow I was feeling Danny Thomas. This person was friends with Danny Thomas. Um, Who, who's Danny Thomas? Is that the Wendy's? The um, Danny. Um, am I saying the right name? Um, the uh, Father Knows Best. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's. I guess that's famous enough. But no, I, I would. I thought Danny. Tom, who's the guy that owned Wendy's? Oh, I think it's Dan Thomas. I think Is it? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I could have thought so. But all right. So That's I mean, cool. you technically, yeah. You but it, do you have celebrity clients that come to you? Um, not too often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not too often. Well, you're you're growing your brand, right? And it takes that stuff takes time. You have yeah. something so special here, Maria. You have. To, I know you do your podcast once a month. This should be like a daily thing for you. I mean, you really you have the secret sauce to make this into something so unbelievable like what thomas is doing i mean thomas is like he's like the godfather of this stuff yeah he, you know he lives he lives on facebook he does he i does love him of, he does a lot of stuff on there he so does. maria where can people find you um people can find me on facebook um they can find me on instagram twitter my website is mariaverdeshi.com um for readings classes so yeah, I'm I, I'm probably gonna hit you up for classes at some point once I'm done with Edward, and um, I'd like to um I, I I definitely want to I I need more help with it and and I I really want to do it and I feel so much calmer um when I do meditate and I sleep better um so if I'm just getting that out of it where you know just two or three minutes a day I just watch my thoughts you know go across my head and that helps immensely. So I'm I'm definitely going to need more help, and I'll definitely be reaching out to you for that. Perfect. Thank and as you. a as a testimonial, everyone get a reading with Maria. She is legit, one of the best psychics I've ever I've ever been to. Really, and Maria, thank you for coming on. We're grateful, and um, you know, hang out one second. We're going to sign off. Yeah. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody. Like, subscribe, share, smash that like button. Thank you all for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Bye-bye.